Here in Orlando, Florida, O-Town Compost is leading the composting revolution, recycling organic waste into a nutrient-rich resource. Join Charlie Pioli, founder of O-Town Compost, as we hear from the nation's leading voices behind the grassroots community composting movement. Welcome to the Community Composting Podcast. For all listeners in Orlando, Florida, use the promotional code WESTORANGE, one word, WESTORANGE, when you subscribe for our residential service on our website. Now for the show. Welcome to episode number two. I have here Francisco Torres with Compost for Life, Miami's community composter. Miami is a big geography with a lot of potential, and I believe Francisco started about uh, nine months, less than a year ago. And um, I would really like to hear, you know, how, Francisco, what is your background? What, what is your mm-hmm. why when you started, why you started Compost for Life? Yeah. Uh, well, great. Thank you, Charlie. And it's a pleasure to meet you. And thank you for having me here on your second podcast. You know, what, a, what an honor. Um, yeah, so um, I'm part of uh, Compost for Life. Uh, this idea started about a year ago, actually, and it became, you know, to materialization back in November. So, yeah, I've been working on this project for about a year now, but now we've been in operation since the beginning of uh, November. Um, since I was very little, I've been always very passionate about the environment. I used to work for um, a big corporation uh, for many years. And then I saw like, you know, something hit me when I was cleaning up the beach, uh, which I go, you know, on a weekly basis with a local group. And I met a lot of like, you know, young kids, uh, elderly, that they really care, you know, young people, they really care about the environment and they wanna do something different. So as I got to know them, I realized, well, like, you know, yeah, we're doing something very good here, you know, cleaning up the beach. But when I realized, I was, well, like, you know, there's so much more we can do, especially, like, you know, as individuals, we can make a difference. And that moment was, you know, really something that made me think about, okay, what can we do, you know, in order to make composting available for the community? All right. Uh, I had the opportunity to visit like, you know, other, you know, major metropolitan cities like, you know, New York City, Chicago. Uh, I used to live in Milwaukee for many years. They have a composting program. San Francisco is, you know, a great uh, example. Also, Europe uh, is, you know, is part of like, you know, the regular routine. And I I was wondering, like, how come, you know, this is not happening here in, in Miami? Uh, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to give it a try and see how I can make this work. So I started, like, you know, getting involved with the Miami Beach Botanical Garden. I started, like, you know, learning a little bit more about, like, you know, a process, the different options, how we could, like, you know, really help out the community because it's about the fulfillment and making sure or, like, you know, making a little bit of a difference, okay? Uh, we are very small and we're learning as we go. Uh, but it's extremely exciting, you know, especially when you work with like, you know, farmers, with uh, nurseries, when you lo- work with the local community, community gardens, like everyone like comes together. Uh, there's like no one day that 
not like there's always somebody that wants to like you know be part of the movement wants to like you know be involved and that's really like you know something that has really like you know motivate me as an individual and also as a business to continue doing this uh we just started and uh, we're extremely excited you know for the reception that we have had here in the community in miami day awesome i mean i think that's kind of a, the similar realization i had as i was starting o-town compost but mm -hmm. what just curious um what kind of industry were you working in at the office and um you know how did you go about quitting your old job and then mm -hmm. starting your own business yeah so i was involved in the food manufacturing industry so it came to first hand the amount of waste we generate, which is unbelievable. Uh, and to me, that was like one of the things we need to start doing something different, even if it's at like, you know, a very small scale that still counts, you know, and that will add up. And I said, like, you know, when you drop a little pebble on the river and it like, you know, propagates or like you know, create the, the consequences, you know, in a positive way, uh, that's the way I see it, you know, we're just like planting the seed about doing the right thing for the environment and understanding that, hey, we're all connected. Everything we do <clears throat> has, you know, a consequence where it's good or bad, but we make the decision what we want to do. You know, in this case, when it comes to composting, do we want to put it in the wrong bin or the right bin? We want to give it back to Earth or we want to like, you know, send it to landfills. Uh, so that's been like, you know, kind of like a little bit of my journey but uh, it's been interesting how, you know, with time, uh, as you evolve as a person and mature, you start learning, well, like, you know, this is something that we need to do something about it. I would like hate, you know, for me to get old and then look back and say, well, I wish I would have done that. Uh, yeah. So now, like, you know, we're doing it and we want to, like, you know, help, uh, uh, the community, help the environment, create awareness about composting and how impactful it is to like, you know, or basically like, you know, we as, as humans, you know, to be able to survive uh, and be here uh, for many years to come. Yeah, you got to think to the point when you're on your deathbed, are you going to be proud of yourself or are not so proud? <laughs> so that's a great, yeah, bringing that up. So do you yes. have a composting site and, you know, what are you working with? Um, how big is your mm -hmm. composting site? You know, what kind of method of composting are you using and how mm -hmm. many, how much volume per week are you processing of food scraps? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great question, Charlie. And uh, uh, we're, we're small. Okay. But we're, growing uh, little by little. We operate a little farm in uh, Cutler Bay, okay, which is about half an hour south from downtown Miami or like, you know, about 45 minutes. And it's about like, you know, almost one acre of a property. And uh, what we do is called uh, ASP or aerated static pile uh, composting. Um, I had some experience with the static pile composting, which, you know, I find that is the most common one, but it's very labor oriented. And I've done also some vermicomposting. I just realized, you know, with that experience, the one that has worked the best, you know, for us has been 
ASP because the way it works is basically, you know, uh, you have PVC pipes underneath the pile, you induce a reaction through a blower that it would like to turn on, you know, every 30 minutes for 30 seconds or and so on. Uh, but we definitely reduce the amount of labor that we need uh, in order to aerate the pile. Um, at this time, we're running two different routes, okay, what we call the residential routes on Mondays, and then the commercial, I'm sorry, like the commercial route on Mondays, and then on Wednesday, the residential, which is like, you know, with the five gallon buckets. Mm -hmm. uh, um, we collect about 1,500 pounds at this time per week, uh, uh, but that continues to increase, you know, little by little. Um, one of the things that we're making a lot of emphasis is in creating awareness, um, especially with businesses, because sometimes, you know, the, the owner of the business could be very into it, but then how can we help him out or help her out in order to work with her or his staff? Okay, so we do provide training and it's more about like, you know, the understanding of composting. Uh, because our message is really like, you know, what can we do as an individual to make a difference? We don't have to create a business. We don't have to create a huge organization, but how can we make a difference on our daily decisions, right? So when we have and we give uh, the right understanding of why we compost and all the different benefits, it has um, definitely like, you know, people will start like, you know, changing their habits. I know it's not gonna happen like, you know, from one day to an hour, but little by little, I truly believe that uh, we become more conscious, you know, we understand more of our surroundings and how we interact as an entire ecosystem. Yeah, I think so. education goes hand in hand with what we're doing because if people don't understand what are the benefits of composting or what, what, why it's not good for the environment to throw your food mm -hmm. waste in the trash, you know, it goes to the landfill, creates methane. Um, yeah. Yes. I mean, I want to arrange a tour here in Orlando for a, a big population to go see the Orange County landfill firsthand because that is like the best experience you can get. A lot of people don't know where their trash goes. It just disappears. So anyway, I think you're destined for success because of your, your branding and how you chose pink buckets with a flamingo. <laughs> I think that's perfect for Miami. And, um, you know, what, what kind of went into your decision-making process to choose that style and have your customers been reacting positively Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you got it exactly right. You know, I, we just thought about, um, you know, which colors uh, would the community identify with. And uh, that's why we selected pink. And actually, like, you know, our, our color is more of like an aquarella, which is like, you know, those uh, colors basically represent, you know, a city of Miami. And, uh, and unfortunately, like the lead that we have is more, like, you know, it's a little bit like, you know, a sharper green, but uh, still like, you know, it looks very nice. And we've got like, you know, uh, very nice comments and compliments about the, the information, the container itself and the way it looks. So, so yeah, it's like one of the things that uh, is, has had like, you know, good reception. So, so yeah. Yeah, that's a great strategy. 
Um, so obviously, you know, from my experience, this kind of residential composting service seems to be like for people with disposable income. And I know uh, Miami's, you know, has many communities like Coral Gables and um, other places that do have that disposable income, which Mm -hmm. uh, I know based on your service area, you service the whole Miami-Dade County, which uh, how many Mm -hmm. zip codes is that? Yeah, there are about uh, more than 20 different zip codes. I don't like, you know, know exactly a number, but yeah, it's a, it's a big geographic area. It's, it's the biggest county in the state, right? So, so right now you have one residential route. How are you uh, ultimately going to service all the, that area? Um, and mm-hmm. are you seeing that you're getting like clusters in, you know, some of those higher income neighborhoods versus the lower income? Yeah, so honestly, we have seen uh, a spread. So a little bit here and there, yeah, we've had, we have customers in Key Biscayne, Coral Gables, but we also have customers in Miami Shore. We have customers in El Portal, in Homestead, even like, you know, in Cutler Bay. Uh, so I, the, the, our goal, you know, is to one, like make it available to entire community, even though like, you know, it's a big spread is uh, it's a big geography but we thought you know what like you know as we start spreading the word we believe that we're going to start getting clusters as you mentioned like you know areas where uh, we can just dedicate one route to a specific neighborhood in the county and then we can start splitting them at this point we're just only running one day okay for the pickups but it'll be soon that we'll be able to like you know create more efficiency the way that we pick up uh, for residential. I just didn't want to uh, kind of like, you know, tell some people hey, like, yeah, we do it here and we don't do it there. And, and we've been getting a lot of questions actually from the Broward County, which we don't go that far north, uh, but eventually we, we would like, you know, to make it available, but we just gotta go little by little with, you know, what we have and what we're capable of. But uh, our idea is just to be able to offer it as an alternative. If you're winning Miami Day, yeah, we'll come pick it up. It could be very far away. It could become costly, but we believe, you know, that uh, the word, you know, is being spread and more people are joining uh, regularly. So that really like, you know, helps out the movement and making sure that we'll be able to stay in operation. Yeah, that's interesting because the way I did it is I took the map, drew up five different service districts one Mm -hmm. for monday through friday and then i just let them come in based and then you know based on where they came in that's how i service them but i yeah there's definitely something to be said about how you are Mm -hmm. doing it yeah Um, i guess i was just worried about you know having to contact them and like change their pickup day but i've done that enough now where it's really not a big deal so <laughs> yeah. yes yeah well creating a consistency in a, you know in such a young company is you know a little bit difficult but i think like you know little by little we get there uh so it's just more of like you know that trial and error and really understanding okay how we can work together because one of our difficulties especially 
that uh, sky rises. I mean, we service buildings that could have like 30, 40 story high, and right. then they are expecting us to like come all the way and pick it up in like from their front door, you know, which really reduces our efficiency. So it's really like understanding those situations. And then also if, if you know, you understand the meaning of composting and what we're trying to do, customers are amazing. They really want to work with you. They are like, mm -hmm. bring it down or we coordinate like my like the first couple of times might be, you know, a little bit, you know, here and there, but then right. once we establish a routine, and it's like nice and easy, you know, it's more in and out. Uh, so, so yeah, that's the way, you know, we, yeah, so many I different situations. Gates are my arch nemesis and our Wednesday route is in like the <laughs> HOA neighborhoods and oh man, it's uh -huh. like gate code after gate code. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. Yes. I, I hear you. I, I and completely if you understand. mind, I ask how much do you um, charge for your, you know, what is your pricing for residential subscription service? Yeah. So um, right now we offer bi-weekly and weekly pickups so similar to your program um, and then like enough you know, for the bi-weekly we charge uh, $16.99 per month so you see enough flat fee of $16.99 per month and then we pick up every other week and then for weekly pickup we charge $29.99 per month so that's you know the, the way it is we do request you know a deposit fee uh, in this case, like, you know, $15, basically, because we need to have two containers for customer, you know, the one that we bring and just exactly like, you know, what it costs to us. Okay. So you say, right. hey, you know, we just want to make sure that people are engaged in taking care of the containers, that, you know, they want to do it and it's not something that they will forget. But we also keep good communication with them as far as like, you know, sending them a reminder the day before we come for pickup. Right. And uh, I'm assuming it's just like a, a swap out service. And exactly. Do you send like a text reminder the night before uh, anything like that? We, yeah, we do send out an email to them, okay. uh, especially for the residential ones, uh, because it's just, we ha it has to be accessible. There are times that, you know, if they're not out there, like we need to leave a bucket and then like you know we'll come back and pick up to the next time around yeah good mm -hmm. stuff so yes. it sounds like you have two businesses going uh with because the way i see it is collection is different from the processing and you guys yes. are doing your own processing and i recently saw on your instagram that you're building a solar trommel screen which is <laughs> yes. awesome by the way that's like <laughs> the key piece of equipment that most community composters struggle with. You can't yes. buy them online. You, you, exactly. There's nowhere to really get them. So, you know, exactly. tell me about that process of building that. Do you have like engineering background? You know, how'd you do that? Yeah. So no, that's uh, super exciting that you're asking me a question because actually last night, it, well, yes, I was when we actually picked it up. So we've been working on this uh, trommel for about a month and a half, okay, on and off. Um, I have my cousin that, you know, he's a genius. Like, you know, he can, you tell him, hey, I want this, and he will figure out a way, you know, to make it happen. Uh, he has his uh, own company, which is uh, called West Palm uh, Dynamics. So he does a lot of, like, robotics uh, projects and uh 
I also like, you know, building uh, basic things, but I was giving him more like, you know, what I was looking for because I, I understand the frustration that we go through that hey, if we want to get a sift or a trommel, like it could be like this small or it would be like an industrial size. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing in the middle and there's like, you need to build it yourself. And I was like, what? Well, I cannot believe that this is not available. As and I was like talking to him, like we, you know, sat down, he drew it, he sketched it out. And the coolest thing that is solar. So it's like fully sustainable. He has a solid 120 watt uh, solar panel hooked, hooked up to a battery and a controller. And uh, with, you know, being in the sunshine state, it would be a shame not taking, you know, advantage yeah. of the solar energy, you know, and especially in our business. I mean, it would be defeating our purpose of what we're trying to do if we start like, you know, using all sources of energy that are not sustainable. Yeah, tell um, your cousin, like, there, there's a market for this. Like, if he could produce more of these, I'm sure he would get a lot of demand, uh, myself mm -hmm. included, because as a community composter, you're, you're processing too much to do the hand sifter. You know, that'll throw yes. out your back. But at the same time, yes. you're not ready to buy a $20,000, you know, big screen. Exactly. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And actually, I had, I ended up going to a chiropractic after so much shuffling because I threw up my back. So I, I went through a pain. I was, it's gonna be an easier way to do this. But yeah, eventually, like you know, we actually would be more than happy to start building them to our like you know community composters. You know, so it's like it's, it's just a prototype. We actually tested out yesterday for the first time with. Uh, actual compost and it like work work out great uh and it's like you know super exciting to be able to like you know and reduce. What, i mean this mm -hmm. might be a question for your cousin what is the rpm like is it able to get through a significant amount of compost and are you feeding it with a shovel yeah so that's one of the things that we realized yesterday okay um uh it's gonna really like you know change how much you can sift depending on how much you feel you know because mm -hmm. if you have two people like you know shuffling in but then if you create like you know a small conveyor belt that you can load up more compost it will be very quick because mm -hmm. literally I mean like the way it turns is like we wanted to like very slowly okay because in that way like you know we get a good action it's also in a decline so eventually what doesn't go through uh, end up, you know, at the other end. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's very clean process. It's like, you know, very unique piece of equipment. Uh, and like, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's working, like, you know, the, the test phase worked out great yesterday. Now we're going to start using it on a regular basis. So I'm sure like we're going to be learning more and more of like, you know, what we could do a little bit different or what is uh, working. Uh, uh -huh. So, so yeah, it's uh, uh, very exciting, you know, so uh, I'll be more than happy, you know, to, to help out uh, the compost uh, community uh, people. And, like, you know, we are, you know, under the same, on, on the same boat and I know the pain, like, you know, and the frustration that goes on with uh, sifting through hand and it's like painful you know yeah we might need to have another conversation about that later um i had 
an, a roommate who was also a genius and engineer, and he built me my trommel screen that I currently use, but mm-hmm. by no means is it great. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. just curious, do you give back shares of compost to your residential and commercial subscribers? Are, are you able to sell a little bit of the excess? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, like, our mission is to basically do the right thing, you know, that's or the way that we're creating our culture, what we want to accomplish, and, you know, residential and commercial, every six months, they get a portion of the compost, so we're so young that we haven't got to it for six months, right. but uh, we're going to be, like, able to, like, you know, bring it to them, like, you know, different samples, like, you know, it's going to be about, like, 25 pounds of uh, finished compost okay uh, and then we're also doing some trials with uh, local farmers and nurseries so we give away some of our finished compost uh, where they're like you know testing it out and then they are giving us like you know the feedback on what they're seeing because it's amazing that when you start meeting local farmers and nurseries that they only have one supply and everything is like you know fertilized in a chemical way that you say pesticide, like there's like nothing organic. So this is something that is new in the area where we are in Cutler Bay. Uh, so it's very exciting to see, you know, and be able to work with the farmers. Hey, there are like more natural ways that mm-hmm. you can do this, you know, through having the right soil composition, the right nutrients. Uh, so it's, you know, like really working with the community and it's, it's such a, it's so exciting. It's extremely yeah. exciting in everything that we're doing. And I think in that South Miami homestead area, there is a lot of farms, correct? Mm-hmm. It's a big farming community. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of farming going on. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful area, which, you know, me being in Miami for three years, when I went there, I was like, I couldn't believe, like, you know, how beautiful of an area it is being so close to a city because it's about, like, yeah, 40 minutes drive uh to there so so yeah cool yes yes yeah so um i i mean have you your business have you talked with any of the local municipalities like the the county or maybe the city of miami like have you been in communication with some of these larger players that ultimately Mm -hmm are looking to change policy in favor of composting and diverting waste from the landfill. Yes, I have uh, reached out you know, to different municipalities and also uh, the county and the way like, you know, I've been seeing that we've been doing it for such a long time, the way it is now, that yeah. even though that there is some under- understanding on compost here locally, uh, it's kind of like, you know, we tend to be like resistant to change, you know, so when you propose a new idea, it's just very difficult to get through, you know, so that's why, like, you know, we as a community, when we're community composters, uh, I strongly believe that there are like more good people than bad people, and people want to do the right thing for the environment, you know, I want to have, like, you know, make a difference, and that's why, like, you know, we start getting the right support to make this service available because 
what we pick up when the count is so insignificant compared to the amount of food waste you know that is being generated and being sent to landfills mm -hmm. uh, which is unfortunate but i think little by little we'll start changing that mentality and sooner or later where we like it or not we need to do something about it you know so that's why like you know i i strongly believe that we don't have to wait until you know the city the government or somebody has to tell us like you know what is right to do when you know what is the right thing to do uh, but definitely like we need to work in conjunction with them so i've been getting some support you know but um definitely like you know it's more of a community movement yeah it's gonna take time is what i've experienced and mm -hmm. you're right i mean miami has been trucking everything to the land for landfill for so long and i know those landfills down in miami they're huge recycling is in the toilet in miami like contamination rate is about 40 percent so I would be yes. surprised if anything even gets recycled in Miami. And um, yes. yeah, well, one and, and to your point, Charlie, um, uh, the state of Florida, they pass uh, the targets of uh, 75 percent. By 2020, though, and yeah, we're already past that. <laughs> when you look, yeah, when you look at the Miami-Dade County, in this case, we only reached 27% of recycling rate, which is extremely sad when you say, well, yeah. like, we are the most, like the, the county with the highest population. So we have a very high impact on what's happening. And we're only at 27% after 10 years because that was basically from 2010 to 2020. And it's like, not even close, not even like, you know, half of it. So, yeah, you know, like, so just for our listeners, the state of Florida DEP, uh, they made a, a goal to reach 75% recycling in the state by 2020. And they made this goal in 2010. I attended a couple conferences about it. And they were even including uh, waste that was incinerated as part of that. Uh, like that was technically counting as recycling, which yes. uh, is baloney. I mean, that's not <laughs> recycling. So uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, they didn't even come close. Some areas in the state, um, you know, like the Hillsborough County, Tampa area has a lot of incineration. So they got closer than like Miami or Orange County. But nonetheless, um, I, I hope that we, we can start recycling food waste and organics, which makes up like 40 to 50% of what's going to the landfill. So what Francisco is doing is, uh, you know, destined to make a big impact. Although there is a lot of business interests kind of pegged against them. You look at probably waste management is the big hauler down in Miami. Um, you know, they don't want stuff to stop coming in their gates at the landfill. So, you know, it's really making these public-private partnerships with the city and the county and uh, slowly changing things. And hopefully one day, you know, we might see a food waste ban like some of these other states in the, in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. Yes, but, yes. I, I completely agree with you, Charlie. So, uh, we just need to, you know, make it happen. And uh, little by little, 
will continue you know, to, to make a difference, uh, but it starts with oneself, you know? So. Yeah. So I know you're not the only community composter in South Florida um, or mm-hmm. Southeast Florida because there is like Naples compost. And I think there's another composter in uh, Coral, uh, Cape Coral. But um, I, I believe there's a couple others out there. Um, what is your strategy? Like, I, I know a lot of community composters say there's no competition, you know, we're all in this together. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you know, in order, you kind of have to prosper in order to do what you're doing and be successful at it. Um, you know, how do you mm-hmm. view those other community composters? Have you talked with them? You know, are you kind of splitting up the service area or com- computer? Yeah, so I have met one, but it's more in the Broward County. So we're like, you know, so like far away that we don't really like, you know, run into each other or like, you know, or that I believe is called Back to Earth, that they have hubs where you can drop off your compost. And I think it's going to come down to the consumer's decision and the customer side, like, you know, what are they looking for? You know, what type of service, uh, the convenience, the drop-off location, the price. So yeah, like, you know, we, our goal is to make it available to everyone within the Miami-Dade County, uh, but, and then do the best we can as far as like, you know, the service that we offer um, and the program. And based on that, like, you know, yeah, that's will be like, you know, how we would like basically portray ourselves as a business, uh, like anything. Yeah, there's going to be competition, but I would say like, you know, I'm happier to see someone composting with the competition than sending it to the landfill, you know, or even like composting at home. So because there are customers that they ask me, hey, friends, how can I compost at home? Yeah, I'll help them out and say, this is what you could potentially do if you have enough space, you know, and you want to learn and, right. and do it because it's not something that you throw it out there and it's going to happen. Like you need to do it right and it, it takes time uh, to learn. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think, like, you know, I'm just in favor of, of doing the right thing uh, because our, our, our goal uh, is basically, yeah, it's, it's for the well being of their planet. Like we're all here on this together so yeah and so, there's yeah. plenty of food waste in in the county <laughs> um, yes yes so yeah that's a good question uh, would you say most of your food waste your food scraps are coming from your commercial customers right now and are you ready to take on i saw on your website you're accepting grocery stores and restaurants some of the big food waste generators are, are mm-hmm. do you have the infrastructure to handle that right now? Yeah. So, um, at this point, uh, we are setting ourselves up to be able to accept, uh, uh, bigger volumes. Okay. And, uh, we've been learning about like, you know, what we can do and what we cannot do. But, uh, right now what we have set up in the farm is basically, these micro beans where we're actually you know having different feedstocks and understanding the quality of the compost that we're making but then like you know as we start getting more volume we'll be able to you know expand so yeah we have a strategy or like you know a plan to say well so we get to this amount this is what we need to set up in the farm 
So it makes sense because once you start seeing that, you know, coming on a weekly basis, it, it adapts very quickly. Yeah. Uh, so we need to be, you know, prepared uh, for the situation and we are. So, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what are some of your favorite customer moments? Do you actually drive the routes yourself or, um, you know, have you interacted with any customers given educational presentations? Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. Um, so uh, we have a driver now, but uh, at the, you know, I always like, you know, drive. I mean, we always say, you know, we all work together. If there are times that he cannot make it, I would like, you know, uh, jump in. But what I'm really trying to do is, is really connect with our customers, offer like, you know, the training aspect of it. And there's been times, you know, I've got like, you know, very cool emails and text messages and even like phone calls to tell me why, well, like, you know, you're really making a difference on what we're doing as a family on a regular basis and our routine has completely changed and we're like teaching our kids to compost because yeah, if you think it about it you know just by bringing access to miami-dade county you know there's probably a ton of people who have been wanting to do this but you know are yes. maybe too busy to do it backyard composting but just by bringing it to there you're tapping into a, a lot of people who are happy mm -hmm. to comply and just they, they're thankful and i get yes. the same email as i'm sure every community composter does but yeah yeah no and, and that means a lot you know because uh to be honest that to me is a huge source of motivation you know to get up every day and knowing that hey there are people out there that love what we're doing that you're making a difference in their life and it keeps spreading uh so it's one of the things the other day I got um, uh, a mom basically sent me a message and out of nowhere. And then she said, well, like, you know, I just want to share this with you, Francisco. You're like truly making a difference because my son is selling um, uh, basically tres leches and, and cookies. And before he had these like plastic containers that were not sustainable. Now he had redesigned, repackaged the whole thing to be fully sustainable, you know? So he awesome. cares so much about the aesthetics of presentation. It was more about like being sustainable and doing the right thing, you know? So it's kind of like a domino effect, right? And that to me was like, well, like, you know, I told her like, this means so much to me because it's, it's amazing, you know, when you hear those stories and, and you hear, wow, like, you know, it's just, you, you, you create that awareness of doing the right yeah. thing is what we need. What we it need can to be do, a, a gateway drug for a lot of sustainably minded people. Like they start composting at their home. Next thing you know, you know, they might be uh, using like reusable container, like tup Tupperware containers, or, mm -hmm. um, you know, they might be just buying stuff at the store and bringing their own bags. It, yes. Yeah, it really does have ripple effects like that. So yeah yeah no it's exciting it's very exciting yeah so how what is your strategy to obtain more customers and more like residential and commercial yes uh well 
now, like, you know, many businesses uh, were using social media, okay, to really, like, reach out and um, understand, okay, or, like, you know, make ourselves exposed to let people know that we are here and what we're doing. Uh, also, uh, the area, there are areas here in Miami that are very dense in population. There are a lot of businesses, and I would, like, go and talk to the managers and explain, you know, that we're a community movement and this is what we're trying to do. And we've been getting very good reception uh, that way. Uh, I also uh, have worked very closely with Anastasia that I believe you have met. She uh, uh, runs a company called Lim Orf, which is great. And they make all compostable uh, serviceware. So she's been of also great help really connecting me with the right people and uh, like-minded people that want to do composting and want to do the right thing. Uh, so it's been just a little bit of, of everything. Uh, also getting involved with local events, uh, cleaning the beach. Uh, you talk to people and they're like, you know, hey, this is like right in my alley. Let's start doing it, like community gardens. So it's just uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, so, so yeah, and then once, you know, they start doing it, they share with their friends and their friends, like reach out and then it's just, uh, it's been just more like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Word of mouth is really important for, you know, our type of business to bring on more subscribers. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So it's been great. It's been great. Great. Well, um, you know, is there anything else you wanted to say, you know, to the listeners? I, I think your business is pretty unique and you're in like a pretty unique part of the country where the climate seems conducive to composting because it's very hot and humid, but mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to say? Well, um, uh, one of the things, you know, what we're doing here is uh, part of everyone, you know, it's part of the community of what we do, uh, uh, basically, you know, to help out and, and make a difference. But I wanted to thank you, Charlie, to make this channel available, this podcast. I'm extremely honored uh, to be here. And, you know, as I told you at the very beginning, when we connected, you've been an inspiration to me. Uh, what you're doing in Orlando has been an inspiration to us here in Miami. So I look up to you and thank you, like enough, for being very open to share your ideas, your suggestions, because that makes a difference, you know. And um, that's something I really wanted to share with you. Uh, so keep doing what you're doing. Uh, anything I can do, you know, from my end to help out the movement and create more, you know, awareness about composting. Uh, we're here, you know, open doors. Okay. So, so yeah, thank you so much. And thank you to all the listeners and everyone that is involved with composting and those that maybe are contemplating to give it a try. Hey, you don't have anything to lose, you know, let's start. Only, making it happen. only positives can come of starting your own community composting business. So yes. yeah, thank you so much, Francisco. I mean, I mm. appreciate it. And I know you do um, literally look up to me because I'm just north of you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I love what you're doing. And once again, I, you know, we'll have more conversations where we can share tips and tricks and 
I, I really hope that, you know, one day that Miami, you know, completely shifts from being just a waste haven where they're, mm-hmm. the recycling is contaminated to uh, something that is really focused on waste diversion. So, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. So I think we, we're going to get there sooner than later okay that's what we're yeah hoping for and what we're working on okay so, oh yeah, and so, yeah. i mean i am assuming you speak spanish correct yes yes in yes. miami you know it, you can't just be speaking english uh to mm. you know if you want to relate to your customers you need to be bilingual so um, mm. that's another great benefit you bring to the table so Yes, 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 absolutely. That helps out un poquito. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah. thanks so much, yes. Francisco. Uh, yes. Yeah, this was the end of our episode number two. Thank you. O-Town Compost is Orlando's community composter that offers full-service food waste pickups for residents and commercial businesses. Also, we do zero-waste events and sell soil amendment products and compostable serviceware on our website. We're super stoked to have a special for all our great listeners. To get your first month free of our convenient odor and pest-free residential service, just use the promo code WESTORANGE, one word, WESTORANGE, and enter it when you subscribe. Thank you for listening.